0: Now it's time great Bishop and the Council Roundup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some
1: horn-tooting, some horn-tooting, some horn-tootin', tooting, tooting. Tootin'. Um... Hour and 10 minute meeting last night. Not oh, bad. Oh, I like that. Not bad. Not a lot of fireworks, Ray.
0: Well, they you know they get are showing these are not these are not young people.
1: Start of the new year, not a lot of fireworks. Good. I will say I you know, I'm kind of disappointed we didn't um get to any council roundups during the Christmas and New Year's break because they surely had incredible debate. About the issue of uh, folding Capital Township into the city limits instead of folding Capital Township into the corporate limits. They actually brought that up and it failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the idea of putting a question on the April ballot for city voters to decide. So we missed all of that debate uh, just with the um, chaos of the holidays. Uh, so mm-hmm. if people do want to go back and actually, you know, again, the city clerk. Go to the website. You can listen to these meetings. They're archived there. The hopefully, hopefully
0: you won't get less
1: code. <laughs> no, you won't get less code. Hopefully those meetings are there. I haven't checked myself, uh-huh. but um, it might not be a bad idea to go back and then listen to the raw stuff. But here with the Council Roundup, we give it to you uh, in uh, clips that we find most significant uh, and give you some commentary as well. So uh, that's what people really enjoy. Uh, let's get to the Treasurer's Report from last night's Committee of the Whole, which was uh, chaired by the one, the only, Alderman Fulgenzi. Uh, so he asked for uh, Treasurer Misty Busher's treasurer's report last night.
2: The corporate fund in the month of December had a beginning balance of $6,656,984. We took in total receipts of $7,919,317. We had total disbursements in the month of December of seven million four hundred seventy thousand two hundred and thirteen dollars, and the corporate fund had an ending balance in the month of December of seven million one hundred six
1: thousand eighty eight dollars. Oh looking good, not bad. Nice cushion there.
0: Now, I remember the day Are you talking about Missy Busher inappropriately? <laughs> Ray. Right. This is that is a, that is beneath you. Right. I'm sorry. Come on. I just I couldn't help it. Come at. on. <sighs> That's beneath me. I shouldn't make that joke.
1: Gotta <laughs> let the air out a bit. Just, uh,
0: I like Misty Pusher. Obviously you do too. It's Sweet oh. dear Lord. Stop it! Stop it! I'm sorry. Go ahead. Where
1: was I? I was talking about how it's great. The city has seven million dollars. Of a cushion in their funds. And that's important because we're going to be talking about uh, uh, money for new equipment. Yes. All right. So... (laughs) Uh, when you've got that much money, uh, it just kind of, you know, hey, it's there. Um, yeah, but
0: there is some, somehow it's like, oh, we want to spend it,
1: you know. Well, there seems to be that yeah, uh, mentality. It, it, we end up with that sometimes. So we have an ordinance that came up last night for the Springfield Fire Department. Uh-huh. I have an ordinance authorizing a sole
3: source purchase of two Pierce Enforcer custom pumper of apparatus, bit number 1012 from global emergency products for an amount not to exceed $1,200,000 oh. oh and authorizing God. a short-term loan from the corporate fund 001 to fund 094 for an amount not to exceed $1,200,000 for said purchases for the Springfield Fire Department. Move for debate.
1: So essentially what they're doing is they're getting a loan from the corporate fund. Uh, so it's money the city already has right? right? I mean, you know, we just heard that they had $7 million in the corporate.
0: Fund. Yeah, I like having
1: 7 million. Yeah, so um they're going to take $1.2 million of that mm-hmm. and give it to the fire department as a, they don't call it a supplemental, you know, because it's not budgeted, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll get to this a little bit later on. Uh, but it's a loan, essentially. So uh, we hear from the fire chief, Alan Reiney, about this.
4: Um, our entire fleet is Pierce. Uh, it's kind of um, the same reason. Pierce you know, is the company. We've got two mechanics that are very familiar with them. Um, they, we actually hired them from Global, which is where these uh, vehicles will be purchased from and it's just uh, it's, it's worked well good customer service we haven't had uh, any problems any problems we have had with them uh, has been fixed
1: and that's a question about this company being the sole source provider of but, these uh, trucks
0: yeah but, but also uh, do we need what they want to what they want to purchase
4: yeah uh, let's talk about the inventory we a got bit. a few uh, few outliers we have a kme truck uh, and then some of our reserves are Laverne's that I believe were bought in the uh, mid '90s.
1: So, different types of trucks. They're old. Uh, some of the equipment is aging. We always hear about this as well, especially during budget time. But we're not yet into budget season, Ray. Uh, that's why, again, we're in a uh, the tail end of a fiscal year, and they're asking for one point two million dollars. Now, why do this? Uh, Budget Director McCarty uh, jumps in to talk about uh, the loan process here. and
3: The reason this is before you now for your consideration, and it's completely up to the council, is because if we were to approve these, this agreement and process and pay by February 1st, we will save the city about $80,000 on both the new rigs and the refurbishment. That's why these two ordinances are in front of you for your consideration today.
1: So getting it now.
0: Okay, what are we going to – so we have so – At these, this year's prices. These are things we have, but it's just a different brand. Yeah. So we want to get the brand that's consistent with a lot of the other stuff. Yes. Okay. So what are we going to do with the ones that we have? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, great question. Uh, will it be considered surplus? Oh, thanks, yeah, I don't know if it's uh, going to be considered surplus. I, they have talked about um, selling some vehicles and getting rid of stuff. Uh, they didn't necessarily uh, delve into a complete inventory or you know, open up the auction house last night during the Committee of the Whole. But uh, McCarty talks about, again, uh, the importance of moving on this now to get this year's pricing. Get this year's pricing now before the price change what's
3: being proposed is a short-term loan from the corporate fund for 1.2 million dollars what we will do is if the council approves we will then go ahead and move forward and assuming the council is going to pass the proposed budget and that's what you all have to consider uh, with that equipment plan we'll go out we'll get the financing we'll repay corporate fund the 1.2
1: million out of that financing well my so on that different um- Money being transferred from one corporate fund to the, the equipment fund. So
0: basically, we're going to give ourselves a loan. Right. Then we're going to go take out money from somewhere to pay back the loan of the money that we already gave ourselves. Yeah,
1: I'm not sure how this is all going to play into the upcoming budget as well. I mean, well, it if, sounds
0: like somebody's going to make some money on it. Well, I mean, the, the
1: company that's selling us the equipment going to be making
0: money. Well, whoever money gives on it. us a loan, but we're, if we're giving ourselves a loan, I don't know. It's just like a 1% transfer
1: fee or something along those lines. Yeah, it's it's. You're gonna to have to have budget director McCarty on for two hours to unpack all that. Right. It's not uh, not, my, not my not my bag, um, but Riney and uh, Alderman Donnellan uh, discuss a bit more about uh, just the overall equipment issues. Uh, I
4: believe engine four is right at four years old, okay. and, and was engine, engine four the only one purchased that year? Uh, I believe so. Yes, so the fleet is quite old. Yeah, the the biggest problem we have is is our spare fleet, which, I mean, every week, every day, really, right now, Engine 10's in a spare that's 24 years old. It's a 24-year-old vehicle going to emergencies, so that's what we're trying to avoid.
0: Uh, so who do we sell? Do we sell these? Uh, the
1: if we have, you can get them refurbished. And there, there was an ordinance last night for refurbishing um, one particular piece of equipment. So that's an option as well. But I mean, you can only refurbish things so many times. One point two million dollars, though, uh, the fire chief says, will get the uh, fire department in shape.
4: This will set us up well for engines. We will be set up very well for engines. We're going. Uh, we'll start getting into the quantum's. Will be the next group. Those are engines that we purchased in maybe 2004. That'll be, uh, but there, I I do not anticipate, short of a catastrophic event, uh, any need for fire engines or a truck, which is considerably more expensive, until the uh, probably 20, the fiscal year 22 budget.
0: Unless we get a big, big cushion.
1: Yeah, unless there's another big. Yeah, well, then there.
0: we might then we might find a need. Yeah,
1: then then uh, then we could you know uh, find the dollars in the couch cushion and <laughs> go get yourself uh, some new big rigs. I mean,
0: if we're using the rigs, even though it's a spare, if it's working. Yeah. You mean you tell me we can't sell it to, like, Williamsville or sell it to yeah. A, a Pawnee? There's gotta, yeah,
1: there's got to be some, uh, yeah, let's hand off our old uh, crumbling equipment to well, smaller community. It doesn't right.
0: sound like it's crumbling. It sounds like it's fine. <laughs> yeah, You,
1: you just, know what I mean? It's yeah, just aging. Uh, coming back, we'll hear from some aldermen about this. In particular, uh, Alderman McMiniman, uh raising some questions just about uh, semantics in particular. Is this a supplemental or is it not? And if it mm-hmm. is, then it needs to be labeled that way because there's a certain procedural uh, issue there. So we'll get to that. We'll also talk about some surplus property a bit later on in the meeting last night. It's all coming up here with the
0: council. It feels good to have the council council up back. Uh, we'll continue in just a moment here on the Ray Lotto Morning Show. For news, sports. Let's get back to it.
3: I believe the other, oh, I'm not done. All right.
1: Well, they're in Thailand. This
0: is his last term. Yeah. Mm. we got to do the countdown to Chris Tyland's final council meeting. It's the final countdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, so last night, they uh, were talking about new equipment. We mm-hmm. heard about a uh, $1.2 million loan that the city's giving itself for the fire department. All right. Uh, and uh, the need for new rigs and so on, but then we start hearing from uh, various aldermen about some of their concerns on this. I mean, let's, uh, down bottom line is they fast track this. I think they put everything on consent agenda, but the committee of the whole is where they can talk about these things before it goes up for the final vote all in one. Uh, so Alderman Hanauer, he talks about how uh, you know things were dire not long ago, Ray. I mean, remember they they increased taxes? Yeah, for crying out loud. So the, the city seems to be working. The city's finances were were in dire shape. And uh, that seems to have changed now. Here's Alderman
2: Hanauer. And now all of a sudden, it's like a Christmas miracle where we've got all kinds of money according to what's coming up in the budget. And and I mean, again, I'm I'm 100% for, for having the fire trucks. We need them. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're trying to make do, refurbishing them, trying to save money that way. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm concerned that... So we buy the trucks and then, you know, we get down toward the end of the, you know, toward, uh, I don't know, next January, next November or so. And all of a sudden it wasn't such a great hoopla budget.
1: So he's worried that things might look good now, but 10 months from now might be back to dismal conditions. Mm-hmm. A bunch of Director McCarty didn't like the characterization that, uh, it was a Christmas miracle that we have all this money. <laughs> he, didn't, he, didn't take, he didn't take kindly to he that. It's like
3: not it. so much a Christmas miracle as it is good long-term planning, <laughs> and that's what we put in place starting in 2012. It's worked well. I actually have plans for debt to um, to go into debt and buy equipment for the next seven or eight years, all the way through fiscal year 27 on my desktop. So.
1: <laughs> and I was like, can we see that plan, please? <laughs> so. Uh, Hanauer says it's a Christmas miracle. McCarty says it's good planning. Hanauer
2: back at it. I think for us, why couldn't we have gotten one last year? You know, it just seems like all of a sudden we've got a windfall or something. And
3: It's because it didn't fit into the plan. And it's not because it's not. It's a matter of timing in so much that we have a plan and it works. It didn't work a year or two ago because we couldn't afford to make the debt coverage payments until the other financing ran out.
1: So, uh, again, McCarty was really focusing on why now? Why do this now instead of wait until uh, aldermen approve a new budget for the next fiscal year? And it has a lot to do with the the company and the incentives that the company is offering.
3: If we have the agreement in place prior to that, we get the current year's prices. The other thing is if we pay up front, which is the purpose of the $1.2 million short-term loan, we also get another incentive. Each one is roughly $30,000, $35,000 in savings, the incentive and the avoiding the price increase.
1: So you're talking like $70,000 in savings by going now instead of waiting until next year. That might offset a little bit of the cost Mm. for those um, special lights that they're getting uh, set up. So uh, Alderman Redpath is kind of hearing all of this for the fire department, and he's thinking, well, there's some other departments at City Hall that uh, need some new equipment as well. I think
2: we're going to be looking forward to having other purchases like police cars and uh, public works trucks too when we get to the budget part of this. Is that correct, Matt?
1: Correct. You okay. know it. If we've got that big of a cushion, uh, then, you know, we're going to surely see even more spending. <laughs> just sound like the- I was talking with a state representative yesterday, Ray. He said in his area, a township had a $700,000 surplus. Think a surplus? This. Surplus. Bragger. You know what they did with that? What did they do? They gave well, rebates. They didn't. Uh, no, they didn't, they didn't uh, spend it, Ray. They gave rebates back to the township residents. Hmm. Every township taxpayer got a rebate check from this government that didn't spend the money. You don't see that. You know, you, how often do you see that? So... um, when they have money, governments tend to spend it, uh, so we're we're seeing that. And of course, I mean, these are things that are needed. You know, no doubt, we need fire trucks not to break down on the way to a fire. We need police officers not to break down on uh, while they're chasing somebody or or whatever it may be. So, um, uh, the financing issues are are definitely important. But uh, continuing on, Alderman McMiniman talks about uh, how we need to, in a way, make clear what this is. Is this a supplemental or or what's going on
4: here? Uh, When we have supplemental appropriation, it clues us into the fact that we're uh, authorizing more funds to be paid out than what we had agreed to in the budget. So if we can make that If you agree with that, Bill, if we can just change that and say it's a supplemental appropriation, I think it solves my question about this. We just want to make sure that when we get an ordinance, we can tell whether it's a supplemental or not.
1: He brings this up again uh, here in a bit because we had one ordinance for $1.2 million for new trucks. We had another one. Uh, to uh, refurbish a truck and then yet another ordinance.
3: Products to refurbish a 2002 pierce dash truck known as engine two.
1: So we got that refurbishing and then yet even another one.
3: For purchase of 2021-07 two, 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 awd utility interceptors for an amount not to exceed seventy four thousand dollars for the springfield fire department so
1: they're not just buying you know fire trucks they're refurbishing one and they're looking to buy some ford explorers for the fire department again all in this year as a in a way supplemental but i don't think that they're calling it a supplemental mcminimum hearing all of this money being requested says we need, to, we need to get the semantics right on this.
2: It's not really a, a minor point
4: now that I think about it because as I recall, supplemental appropriations require a supermajority vote from the council so we gotta designate ordinances when they're supplementals or not.
1: So, all of these ordinances were put on consent agenda meaning it, more than likely it is gonna get that supermajority because, you know, typically everybody votes on consent agenda items. Uh, Ryany said that uh, all of this is important especially the smaller vehicles, the little interceptors, uh, because that's, I want an interceptor. I'd love to have one. Those are nice. Those are nice <laughs> little rides. Just have one to go out and intercept stuff. Yeah. Oh man. I tell you what. Uh, but he talks about the need for all
4: No, these are, uh, these are staff vehicles to move people. Those, these are for, these are for us. Uh, these look, uh, just like the police cars you see running around. Those are police interceptors. Okay. That's what this is. Basically a Ford, um, Explorer. Yeah. Uh,
1: and he said that they ran into a problem recently uh, when it came to getting some personnel and some equipment to neighboring communities in the time of
4: need. Uh, even uh, the the, the uh, response we had to uh, help the citizens of Taylorville a few weeks ago, my vehicle was completely useless in that. No, no. To where we couldn't we couldn't move people or equipment effectively with that vehicle.
1: No good. No good. Hmm.
4: So. They put all
1: that yeah, on like, the fast like track. Yeah, like
0: like the guys in the the firehouse, and I'm I'm not trying to be a, a smart aleck here. I'm just I'm serious. Say they all want to get some donuts. All right, they're sitting around. There's no calls. Yep. They need something to eat, so they're gonna say, "Hey, let's get some donuts, for everybody, or, or whatever, whatever it is." I'm just saying donuts because it. There's one close to my so house. I'm Thinking about donuts right now, and I am hungry for donuts. Okay, what vehicle do they use for someone to go out and get donuts? They're not going to get into a uh, huge fire a, a truck. to a fire
1: truck to go get donuts. However, I have seen fire trucks just pull up to a gas station or pull up to a... Um, I was at a um, uh, grocery store the other day and saw a fire truck just leisurely kind of pull into the grocery store parking lot and I'm like why I mean I can I can understand <laughs> there wasn't smoke pouring out of the grocery store yeah. why is there a fire in like was out the here? fire
0: truck going to get the groceries uh, apparently and Isn't I've there talked, a I talked to different
1: vehicle I've part? talked to chiefs before and they're like well we like parking in parking lots because the kids enjoy it I I understand <laughs> that yeah <laughs> but that's that's wear and tear on the streets that's but it wear sure and tear seems on seems like engines. I don't <laughs> know how much <laughs> that,
0: yeah <sighs> taking so, the truck to get groceries
1: <laughs> uh so these interceptors that they're called, with police vehicles. They're Ford Explorers. Um, essentially, that's going to allow the fire crews to do these types of things, to go get groceries for the firehouse, to uh, take personnel to another location to help with something that's not necessarily a uh, needing of a fire truck and so on. Uh, so, you know, having those vehicles will will definitely help, no question about it. Coming back, Ray, we'll get into uh, some new and unfinished business, including what to do with uh, property that is owned by the city, that the city's just letting get overgrown
0: by weeds. What do we do with those properties? Oh, give it to me.
1: Are we going to find the city for overgrown weeds? We should, right? If they'll have to pay themselves.
0: Do we, we find regular people? Don't we? Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, that that really didn't come up, but no. they did talk about how to deal with uh, all of these uh, uh, vacant parcels of property and how to properly get rid of them. So stay tuned. That's coming up here with the Council Roundup.
0: All right, right now it's news time. Let's go to Greg Bishop, who's standing by in the WMAY News Center.
1: It's Ray Lido.
0: Let's get back to the Council Roundup.
1: Well, it was an uh, hour, mm, about 10-minute meeting or so. Well, actually, no, it's a little longer than that. Yeah, about an hour and 10 minutes. All right, so we talked a lot about uh, vehicles for the fire department, and whether it's supplemental or not, I don't think that actually was fully uh, debated or decided, but they went ahead and put everything on the fast track. Anyways, so now it's time for old and new business or unfinished business, and the mayor uh, essentially signaling that, hey, it's budget season.
3: Yeah, the budget uh, hearing start Thursday, I think at 5.30, is that correct, Director McCarty, with the elected officials in Lincoln Library, and, of course, the automatic coordinator's
1: office, those uh those hearings i tell you what when i covered the city council oh man like i actually went and sat in the chambers during these these hearings you talk about boring (laughs) Uh, (laughs) sometimes it would get interesting uh i remember one time when they were talking uh, under the houston administration they were requesting extra dollars for the communications department and um it got pretty contentious, uh, a lot of fingers being pointed. So sometimes there's good stuff there, but you really got to sit down and, and and listen to a lot of minutia, a lot of minutia. So uh, budget season's here. Uh, they're going to start, of course, with an overview, but they're going to delve into elected officials and the library and all of that jazz starting Thursday. Uh, so we'll hear more about that, I would imagine, in the weeks and months ahead. Something else that was brought up last night uh, during unfinished business, vacant properties that the city has.
0: Mm-hmm. Tell, me, tell me of such properties, sir. Alderwoman
1: Desenso says such properties are in desperate need of a haircut.
0: Sir, once a month, the neighbor contacts me and says the grass hasn't been mowed or there's leaves everywhere. And uh, Director Mahoney is aware of the situation. But we can't be buying these properties and just letting them fester until something's done. <laughs>
1: So, that would be very frustrating to know that the city-owned property is the one that has the the weeds growing up over mm-hmm. it. You know, the, the typically if your neighbors got grass that's above ten inches, the city will you know if they're notified of it, they'll go and either leave a note, first offense, or maybe they'll give them a fine.
0: So they'll they'll mow, or, or will they will they mow someone's lawn? I, at times, they have. And then charge them? Yeah, they have. I've, I've seen reports
1: of that before in the past. Or they'll mm-hmm. give them fines uh, if they don't do it. Uh, but but when it's the city-owned property that has the overgrown grass,
0: how do, how do you get that solved? Well, yeah. Do they mow their own and then charge themselves? Yeah,
1: <laughs> Right. Or give themselves a fine? Yeah. Does the city go to administrative hearings to try to get the fine reduced or yeah. <laughs> appeal that fine? Uh, Alderman Hanauer talks about this idea of uh, having all these vacant properties, and how do we get, how do we actually unload these? How do we get rid of these?
2: We can hold these all we want, but we're, we, you know, what's our plan on moving forward? We, if you're, if we're waiting for someone to come to us, a lot of times that's not going to happen. I think we need to put it out. And you have the, have a realtor. Because, You know, put it out on the MLS or whatever. See if we if we can get it sold. If it doesn't sell, then 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 we put it out on the on the RFP for with the other lots. But we got to get off the. We got to get these back to the tax rolls. We 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 That's can't afford to keep. We can't afford to. Answer the process. We can't afford and we don't have the manpower to keep the lots that we have cut. And we need to, I, I think we need to liquidate these as, as quick as possible.
4: That's what we want. Yeah,
0: get
1: them on the tax rolls.
0: You know what they need to do? Hire the Chili Bowl Mullet Man. No. Oh. Because I, I don't know him. I've I, I met him a couple times. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But he looks like someone who, and get him a riding lawnmower. Yeah. And just have him start cutting these lawns. Yeah. He looks like someone who should Everybody be. Everybody sees a, him around town, right. anyways. He looks like someone who should be on a riding lawnmower. With something to drink, just sort of like going, yep. going through some backyards. Good dude, by the way. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Kind, kind hearted
1: dude. Very he cool. Look,
0: doesn't he look like he needs to be on a riding lawnmower?
1: Yeah, I think he would. I uh, see
0: him walking, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, with his cargo pants and yeah,
0: his. Yeah, why don't you give him a ride? Give him a riding lawn.
1: His wolf crying at the moon t shirts. Yes. His chili bowl mullet. <laughs> God, it's so awesome! It's so awesome. Yeah, I love that guy. Uh, uh, Corporation Council Circle talks about the process of uh, trying to
4: unload these. Uh, SJR actually was going to assist in some respects and maybe put an interactive map online, or at least show the areas where each of the lots were going to be. Uh, so uh, that next wave is going to be coming here pretty shortly. Alderman Senor
1: um, reacts to some stuff that he's seen happen before with these vacant properties.
2: About, have already been put out for bid on the RFP and people have responded to that and now and now you're telling us tonight that we're pulling some of those back because there's a development agreement that we want or some certain development we want oh, in certain areas. Uh, you just for- wait a minute, that's what you just said. We pulled some back because we wanted to see if we could develop them in a certain area. And if there that's the case and we have or you have lots or the city has lots that we want to hold for development, we should know that and those shouldn't even have gone out for the RFP to let people bid on.
1: Hmm. so some questions about putting it out and getting a contract kind of in place and then pulling it back because there's another development agreement are these commercial or residential or what are these lots I, I, that's a good question i think it just depends on where they are uh there's a lot of empty lots uh in residential areas that are right next to homes and a lot of times the homeowner uh will go ahead and buy that extra lot and just leave it vacant and they've yeah. got a bigger yard uh or it could be you know in a in a commercial area that's just sitting vacant and it's uh uh, we'll hear a little bit from uh, Doug Brown from CWLP about some of those, but back to Corporation Council Circle.
4: But you're talking about very small amounts, you know, you might have a bid for perhaps $100 for a lot and that sort of thing. Now I'm saying it's, some people
2: have already bid on those and, and those have been pulled back from them because they were told that there's a plan in place to, for another development. Well, we can get the exact addresses. There were
4: several that were uh, presented. I th- my memory is there's, I think, 13 or 14 that are going to be closing in the next couple of weeks. Of that initial set of interest.
1: Alder- Let's get it done. Get it done, Alderwoman Turner. Uh, chiming in on this is you as well.
0: So unless we figure out some way to advertise those, so that people know that we have them and people know that they're available, they they're just gonna sit. Because those aren't the ones that people are gonna just automatically be driving around town and say, "Oh, I think I want to buy that lot. I want to build."
1: Office building there or something. Then can I C- give Chili Bowl <laughs> Moe <Man> an office? <laughs> CWLP's Doug Brown talks about uh, other vacant properties, and this will kind of address some of the questions of well, commercial properties. What about those that are vacant?
2: Uh, yeah. So yeah. with with well, obviously the Days
1: Inn is <laughs> a vacant property now, <clears throat> but um, as well as we own the Stevenson Inn property, La Fiesta, Wilkerson's. Good Lord. Um, yeah. You know those are properties that we might consider uh selling um because basically the one of the things that, that we have a more of a concern in the future, near future is our water distribution facility that's mason on 11th street is going to be impacted by the rail uh and going through that as it, as it got moved so they're taking more of that property now um so that's going to impact operations for them so they're probably gonna have to move so a lot of talk there about uh, vacant properties. Hey, uh, Ray, we were talking about uh, fire crews going on donut runs yeah. using uh, fire trucks. They have
0: a, no, I was wondering they have a vehicle. Or... Well, i got a couple of messages coming in from
1: listeners. Okay. Uh, one says, from what I understand, they have to take fire trucks wherever they go so that they can respond immediately to a call. They don't have time to run back to the station. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Somebody else says, uh, if they are on duty, they have to bring their truck ready, from my understanding. If my house ignites when they're out on a donut run, I don't want them to have to go back to the station first.
0: So, <laughs> but I'm just saying, just one guy. Right.
1: Can't one guy jump in a thing and run What's that food delivery up? place? You know, call, call them up and say, hey, I want a dozen donuts. Just give me bring, some, them, bring me some yeah, dozen donuts. Got, I'm a fire department. You know. yeah, I'm sure there's people out there that would, that would do it. They would bring them food for free. Say, so can they use
0: their own vehicle? I have I'm to, just wondering. Have, you know, have to drag it out to the to the you know grocery store for crying out loud! I understand. There you go. That's your council roundup. know round that up. show emergency. They used to constantly be cooking on that show. That's what I remember. A lot of spaghetti and stuff. Spaghetti. All right, there you go. There's a council roundup. Thank you, Greg. We'll break for news next on the rail. Or no, I'm sorry. Sports 411 next on the Real Alabama Morning Show.
1: History can be made.